Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It's a Dapper Devil production, see? All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Glee. Glee. Aggressive. Aggressive. Pretty good, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, we did it. I'm a team uh, player. What can I say? Uh, my name is Ian Brodsky. My name is Karina Stokes. And that third My name is Mikey O'Connor. There you, go. you heard I'm him I'm introducing here. myself. Just because, like I said, I'm a team player, so I, I'm just riffing. I wasn't going to wait. I'm sorry. I'll wait. You guys want to do no, it again? No, you're a self-starter, and I really think that's uh, good for your brand. So we are here Thanks, today Karina. to discuss... A, an episode Season of Glee, two, episode of eleven, yes. the Sue Sylvester Shuffle. Ugh, tell you me know about it. it. This I do know. This it. episode originally aired February sixth, two thousand eleven. Hello, we have made it into the new year. It is yes, 2011. happy new year, everybody. And notably, this episode aired after the Super Bowl, which presumably also happened in two thousand eleven. I'm not like. <laughs> we don't have scientific proof. Um. And this is, <laughs> I did tell Zach when I was watching, like, can you Google who was in the Super Bowl in 2010? And I was like, wait a second. That's useless information to me. Because that's not <laughs> when this was. Um, this is the most viewed episode of Glee ever because it was the post-Super Bowl time slot, which was like a thing, I guess. Might still be a thing. I don't think that's true. I think it was the most viewed episode ever because they knew that we would be talking yes. about it right here, right now. Today on Glee Aggressive, yes. the podcast. Yeah. Um, essential to all listeners. So that's right. But if you got ears and they work, you got to get on this podcast. I'm glad you're yeah. advertising the podcast, presumably to the listeners who are already listening. But you know, word of mouth. Well, if they have friends, if they have friends with working ears, they should share. Just it with start their playing it in public places and see ears. who picks up. Yeah, on it. <laughs> do it. So, Mike, you were, and I guess still are technically. Um, a college student majoring in theater in 2011. I'm still a college student, still majoring in theater. One day. Just going for my super, 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 super senior. One day you'll get out of there. I really want that certificate in excellence in performance. So. It's, one day. it's, it's highly coveted. <laughs> so that means presumably this was Glee in your wheelhouse. I feel like it was kind of a plague. Yeah, no, Glee, Glee was in my wheelhouse. That was. Uh, not so much not so much in college as much as it was going into mm, college okay. um because uh before college i i had cable television all the mm -hmm. time now and then well once college hit cable kind of became harder and harder to come across because it cost yeah. money and Go you know, figure. and uh getting roommates to agree to pay said money for said cable wasn't so easy and not as easy as i thought it would be at least but um so I watched it a good chunk, uh, like season one when it came out, and it was cool. It was I, I enjoyed it. I felt like there was a lot of crossover for myself. I did the thing of going from sports mm. into singing and dancing. Oh, yeah. and, uh, if right. if you'd call what I did dancing, and I would. Uh, thanks, dude. <laughs> Anytime, you? dude. That's big time. <laughs> so, uh, so I I definitely enjoyed it. There were definitely things about it that would make me raise my eyebrows but um overall i thought the songs that they picked were a lot of fun i thought 
the story itself was really unique and not something I'd ever seen on TV before. And uh, I honestly, though, have not picked it up since today okay. and watching through watching through the famous season two, episode 11. <laughs> so you watched like the good season and then you were like, I'm good. And then. <laughs> right. I think I get it. I, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, I I kind of had had a grasp on it. I want to say after that, no, it, it was just kind of uh, just kind of not having it so yeah. accessible anymore, and um and I did kind of just lose lose tabs, and I felt like I would hop in eventually. Like when I would see it, I'd already be so many episodes behind that I'd be like, ah, fully. Yeah, out of that's here. fair. Does watching this episode yeah, with yeah. less than real context make any sense? Yeah, it did. Um, it it. It reminded me of a lot of storylines that were happening, yep. like like <laughs> Kurt going to the other Glee yep. team, and I remember mm-hmm. that being some Syria drama, um, <laughs> and Finn having had dated Leah mm-hmm. Michelle, but then they broke up, and he was dating Quinn, but he starts the show dating mm-hmm. Quinn, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what I thought. And you know, a little spoiler, like they smooch again. They do. Oh. We will talk about it. Oh. I mean, honestly, this is kind of the best episode you could like hop into with minimal context because this episode was literally written to attract as many viewers who had never seen the show before as possible. That's a good point. So, and they, yeah, they, I, they had to have known what they were doing with a Super Bowl crowd mm-hmm. coming in, you know, after that show, which. Their their reality of what football is in Glee is so far off. Good. Thank God. (laughs) See, this is why we brought you in on this episode, Mike, because I was like, we're not going to know. Ian and I, rules about football? No. Couldn't be me. So. Well, it could have been you because they have Finn making plays, and that dude looks like the slowest guy on the field. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but he's scoring touchdowns and making it seem like he can throw a ball, but he can't, and like still manages to be a total winner. He's a leader. Yeah, he has no other skills besides leading. You're a dance captain. That's similar. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right. basically the quarterback um, of the dance world, from what I understand. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about this episode. It it fully just starts off. Oh right. yeah. No, no recap. Just like full force into a Katy Perry tribute number. Yeah, with a very weird cut of that song. Um, they're not remaking the music video per se, but they have like the costumes. They have like the boob sparklers that she has in that music video. It's California. It's girls, California right? girls. Um, yeah, but they're in Ohio. Well, here's the thing. They literally were like, <laughs> "We." I read it like a quote. I'm gonna paraphrase it, but one of the people from the show was like. We basically chose this to open the number, um, including the boob sparklers, because we knew a lot of men would be watching after football, and we wanted to attract them to the show. So we decided to put hot women with flames coming out of their boobs, the first thing you see on screen, and BMX bikes. They were like, what do men love? Men love BMX, BMX and women with boobs. So we'll put that on 10, first. thousand percent. And then all those football I mean, boys that, will watch Glee. That that's math, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, no, me too. Theater degrees, though. Yeah, you guys so are a little biased. Yeah. Maybe don't ask us about um, math. I I think right. unironically love the song California Girls, and I don't know why. For it's, sure. 
I actually, I mean, he, I actually like, I was contemplating my relationship with Katy Perry as well uh, this of morning, course. and um, I actually, I actually like her. Like, yeah. I decided that I don't unironic, I, I don't ironically like her. Like, I don't love her. She's not my favorite, but I do like Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. And this, this is a fun Agreed. song. This is a bop. It is. I definitely. It's a bop. It. It's like fun. Right. It, it reminds you of summer. It's a song that if it played on the radio, I wouldn't skip it. Like, yeah, I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. I love California girls. I'm just wondering who does BMX in this school. Um, no one. They ha- well, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't believe. I would believe that I, Sue hired them. It, yeah, it there. doesn't. It actually doesn't surprise me that they have like a fleet of kids that are just naturally talented BMX bikers because this school seems to be the best at everything. <laughs> They're in the championship right. football games. They're in the championship cheerleading competition. They're in the championship glee, yeah. glee club competition. That's, that's a good the point. Ca- the yeah. hockey team. The hockey team is like apparently sick. They've Mullets got BMX all. kids out the ass. Like they got everything also, going like, on at McKinley. Every high. high school had at least two kids who were like kind of to it, like into BMX, right? Who like rode around yeah. at the school, and you're like, okay. You're not going to go pro. But they typically but... just hung out and did it in, in like, the Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> yeah, exactly. parking lot. That's precisely right. where they do it. <laughs> I know. We had them. We had them. drive past the Dunkin' right. Donuts, you're like, oh, there's those kids again. <laughs> Listening to this, I was like, I had a whole journey where I was like, holy shit, is this the year Katy Perry was the Super Bowl halftime show, and is that's why they opened up with Katy Perry? No, it was not. It was the Black Eyed Peas, and apparently they were subpar. Yes, they yeah. were. It was... It was it was Ooh. just the Black Eyed Peas, now, right? Will I Am and and Fergalicious. It was Black Eyed Peas, and I think also like two performers who I was like them also showed up. Um, <laughs> was it wait was this an Adam Levine year? No, thank God. Okay, no. It was the Black Eyed Peas, and like two people that you're like I don't believe you should be there. Um, oh, it was Usher, which makes sense, and also Slash. <laughs> <laughs> okay, way to pick a, names out of a hat a there, right? Yeah. Um, who Ugh. played in that Super Bowl? I honestly, I'm I'm kicking myself because I can't remember, but I know. I meant to look that you up. Know why so we... New York Football Giants won it the next he year. Played? That's right against against the Tom Brady Patriots. Exactly. exactly. Oh, the Packers and the Steelers. Okay. Great. Sure. That's a sick um, game. Yeah. That's probably more memorable than the Giants. Well, certainly Patriots, more memorable than Black Eyed Peas. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's and then percent trying true. to figure out it, when Katy Perry's halftime show was 2015. By the way, we were like, "What did Left Shark do that like made him a meme?" Because we rewatched the performance, nothing, and he was not remarkable compared to the Right Shark. I think that was why he was so remarkable was because Left Shark looked like he was like on a fish hook, <laughs> like he looked like he was being like reeled in from the other side, and it was just. Who is Left Shark, and how big of a Jimmy Buffett fan are you? Oh, you know he's... Fins to the left, fins to the right. That man thought he was going to perform for Jimmy Buffett and got stuck with Katy Perry, and he was very disappointed. (laughs) And now he's like, now I'm a fucking meme, too? This is terrible. (laughs) This is terrible. (laughs) I'm going to put on my Jimmy Buffett album and sulk. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to walk up to the bar in Times Square that apparently is a Jimmy Buffett bar. Which I just yeah. learned about two weeks you ago. You just learned about Margaritaville? Yes. Away, yes. Ian, I hate Jimmy Buffett so much, but even I would go to a Margaritaville. Me too. Why? Because he wears Hawaiian shirts better than anyone you could name. I just, I don't, I don't care for his style of dad rock, basically. <laughs> oh. 
I'm not here to be on island time. Yeah, he, that's, all, that's the only time he's got. He's only on island time. Yeah, I do respect yeah. him for his cameo in the Jurassic Park movie where he grabbed both of his margaritas and ran away. <laughs> to quote one of the hosts of this very podcast, Jimmy Buffett stands, I see you, I don't respect you. I don't you. respect you. <laughs> <laughs> Why does Jimmy Buffett keep getting brought up on your podcast? No, no last time it was train. train. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't respect them either. Jimmy Buffett was in my D&D game once. I think as a personal, what? except his as name a character. Was, yeah, except he was Bimmy Juffett. <laughs> <laughs> it was Bimmy well. Juffett, and he owned a, a tavern. And I'm oh, pretty sure man. he was put in there to slight me. I am wondering what the Jimmy Buffett Cheerios routine would have been. Um, it might have actually been more interesting. Not that it might have been more interesting than this. That is just my very terrible segue of saying. Okay. Um, Sue is bored Sue by is this. Bored. X Games routine here. Well, I, I, I too was bored and offended by the routine because not once did I see Ian J. Brodsky in this choreography. And I oh, was okay. looking. Ian, you probably could have. I tried so hard. To be I was Glee. like, that's not Actually, Ian. yeah, at that time that's my agent was like, Ian. yeah, we're trying to get you on Glee. I was just offended, honestly. So, Sue was bored. There's a lot of jokes about slapping with a chicken cutlet, which is most of where my notes went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same. that's right. I I forgot to mention chicken cutlets in my notes. All all I kind of wrote for this scene was California girls dance, not impressive. It's like sure. it's kind of not impressive, right? Like Sue's boredom is no. supposed to be exaggerated, like how can she be bored with all this spectacle? But it's also like they're not besides the fire, there's not much going on. A la the Madonna number they did a while back. Exactly. Like, if I were to just see a high school whip something like that out, I'm going to be blown the farts away. Right. But for uh, for Glee... You can do better. I know. Right. They were oh. trying to make their and, Super Bowl uh, halftime show shot in the first shot. It was still right. impressive. They had it a was. huge half pipe, yeah. and they're shooting sparklers out of their teats, and... They got BMX pros that it just so happened to go there. It's 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 just not working for Sue. It's not. It's just not working for Sue. And Quinn calls her out on that because mm-hmm. the only way to outdo yourself is for you to feel like it's interesting. And this isn't interesting. And this isn't interesting. And Sue says, you have a point there, but just to be sure, slap yourself. And that was funny. Yeah, it's a low-hanging yeah, joke, I- but I did laugh. I laughed. Yes. So we cut to this football game, and they're winning. Football is back, bitches, as Puck says. That's nice. I know I, like, missed a beat in here, but I wrote, oh, dang, you've never had a girlfriend, Karofsky, oh. because Puck, oh, yeah, Puck calls him out for always calling Glee Club gay and shit. So Karofsky did a bad snap? That, that guy sucks. So yes. he, was, he was being a bad team player on the football team, and so... Even though they still are going to championship, I think they lost this game because Karofsky made a glee joke and made Finn mad at him. All right, which so is that's just right. a bad that team wasn't move. super clear. Maybe I just wasn't paying close enough attention. I knew that I knew that Finn fumbled the snap, mm-hmm. and I knew that that uh, Karofsky said he was like, "Man, I bet it would hurt to get hit by that guy." Yes, and then, but I didn't realize that he played center. So the center is the one who actually snaps the ball. Mm-hmm. So I didn't realize he was that position. I thought he was playing on the side of the offensive line where the guy blitzed and got through. That would 
would make more sense because mm. Karofsky's like a big dude, so I assumed he'd be one of the, the men who stops you from he, getting he hit. He is. He is. So the center is just, he's the middle of the line of that okay. pack of extra large gentlemen. Yes. So the front so, the front men are large. Oh. Yes. Big, big, big boys. Right. That's where <laughs> you, you always lead with your big boys in football. Of course. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, I get my next note. Just the the header is we're in Glee Club. What's the big deal? And um, I guess it's Sam that goes. Maybe you'll think it's cool when I go all TikTok on your face. And my note is, what does that mean? So Wait, did did TikTok exist? No. at this point. So all right, because no. I couldn't I couldn't associate it with anything else. So they make a joke, being like, it's gay for you to be up there singing Kesha, which like right. Honestly, oh, yes, that a was little it. debatable. Um, and the. <laughs> Kesha's biggest song at the time was still TikTok. Was TikTok, yeah. And so, but going still, TikTok, even in that context, that's a terrible comeback. That it is. is. A it's a bad comeback. comeback. It makes no sense. It's all right. Puck's kind of a terrible guy. Yeah. Makes sense. And so... I don't know. Is he a terrible guy? He seems like... He admits to being a terrible guy in this episode, or at least yeah, a terrible Puck, friend. Oddly enough, Puck he's a grown guy. quite a bit. But he's also, like, known to be a juvenile delinquent, and they're still trying to, like, get up like they're still trying to fight him and i'm like why out of all the people on um, this glee club like he's the most dangerous technically okay. yeah that's he right was literally he literally just got out of juvie yes he did um it was at this point that i realized that this episode was going to be essentially like so many other episodes with our nemesis glee versus football the uh, the never-ending question glee or football right um why can't we just and, have both? Right. Get your head in the game, Troy Bolton. Yeah. Um, Please. But those, this locker room fight jumps, like, breaks out, and I don't know if you noticed. The locker room almost fight. Yeah, they don't it's fight. It's an almost well, fight. Right. The first well, almost fight. Dude, first of three. Mm-hmm. There's one dude who just kind of, like, inserts himself in the middle, and all I could think was, like, that's the stop the violence <laughs> of this scene. <laughs> like, just an extra that ju- that just steps in, like, like Ryan Murphy. Like, exactly just like yes. Ryan Murphy was like, Hey, can you, 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 can you just, like, step in there? Insert and he's like, yourself I take direction. <laughs> I take direction. That's why, it was, but he did. He prevented a really big, you know, potential brawl. Yeah, he's the real hero of this story. Matthew Morrison takes his credit, though. He goes, how many fights do I have to break up? <laughs> yes, Matthew Morrison, this week. He's ha- going through get it. Get bent, M.M. <laughs> oh, man. So we cut to Sue writing in her journal, mm-hmm. as always. We... Again, she's 31 and already a legend. Love it. And we learn that she gets a misspelled face and name tattoo of herself on her back. Oh, yes. Um, it f- looks... Sil- Sylvester... What did they call Sil- it? Like, Sylvester. Sylvester. It looked so Sylvester, yeah. Like, I know it was a cutaway yes. joke, and, like, it was probably also supposed to be, like, a gnarly tattoo artist, but I was like, that looks disgusting and is gonna get so infected. Yes. Oh, yeah. Especially because anything along your spine is gonna hurt like a bitch. That's going to hurt a ton. I mean, it was yeah. huge, too. It was a huge yes. tattoo. That's, that's multiple like a, sessions. Yeah. Full Adam Levine. Full I, Adam Levine. I, yeah. Ian, this is, I, I'm going to start a counter now. That this is the second time you've mentioned <laughs> Adam Levine this episode. I don't know if you're going for the Adam <laughs> Levine hat trick, but you better watch yourself. <laughs> oh, unless you're going for is it. Is that a threat or a challenge? <laughs> Both. <laughs> and then my next note is... um. Katie Kirk is here, but is Leah Michelle? Because it's been like ten minutes into this episode already, and we, and we have her. not seen Rachel Berry yet. Honestly, a gift. 
a gift <laughs> yes. to us on this super Rachel um, Rachel Berry is Leah Michelle. Yeah. Yes. Right. And frankly we they are one of the same. Yes. We use the names interchangeably because okay. they are um, the same. They oh, and um, Sue decides that um, she's going to get her interest back by buying a fucking cannon. Ooh. And she and she gets the idea by one of my uh, cartoon icons from me childhood, Felix, Felix the, the Cat. cat. Mm. Gotta yeah. love that guy. Who? He, he, he used his own tail to light the cannon. What, what a goofball. <laughs> what talent. a goofball. That's talent. Who <laughs> hasn't considered buying a, can- a cannon for the, like, for the serotonin of it all? <laughs> Man, I'm feeling on Wii. I'm gonna go on Amazon and get a cannon. They've got like ten of them. Can you buy a cannon <laughs> on Amazon? No, if I search cannon, it's just gonna show me cameras. That's not gonna be a. Yeah, you're right. That's not gonna no, because cannon, cannon cameras are spelled with one n. Ooh. If you typed cannon, my guess is you would get a plethora of like water guns. No, it's all it's all mm. cameras because they like it is. They're just like, oh, you're dumb. You don't know how to spell. <laughs> no, Amazon can't oh, spell. And then it's confetti cannons. <laughs> so yeah, Sue's gonna buy a cannon. That's where her happiness will come from. You know, you can only buy so many cannons. Um, um, Ian, I just have to like Felix the cat can only sell so many. That's true. So, so then we get this like quick group slushing on Artie, which sucks. So. Well, like, we we yeah. we actually witnessed Sue purchase the oh, cannon yeah. from a pack of carnies. Yeah, she meets a carny. Yes. Um, yes, we do, we do. Please do not sell the carnies short, my man. They already oh, no, got right, a tough right. life as it is. It's like the one gig they didn't have to travel for right here. Right. Um, fair, fair. That's on me. We Come do, on. like, you don't <laughs> see a lot of carnies anymore. I feel like it's a dying art. No, they're they're just <laughs> cannon ammunition these days. They, they only right. get shot out of it. Yeah, so yeah. she gets a yeah. cannon. First of all, imagine in 2021 trying to get a live ammunition cannon onto a, a school property. Like The paperwork. That's not happening. Um, or a carny on the school property. I feel like they'd, someone would be like, no. This guy? You don't belong here, no. sir. This, yeah. is, this is a school <laughs> with children. For a school that's really good at everything, their administration is pretty weak. Well, yes, like, that's a fact. Because yeah. it's made up of one man and presumably a bunch of mice dressed in, like, filling up a single trench coat <laughs> to be a human. <laughs> so many mice. It's a lot of mice. It's a whole army of that mice. got a rat problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she launches a carny out of a cannon, and then she feels joy for the first time. She gives Becky a hug. She's yeah, just so without happy. Without any warning. At no least there warning, was a just net. fires this dude preemptively loaded into the cannon yeah how yeah what he was just climbing into you know how when you're testing an explosive for safety you just put your whole like self right into the barrel and that's how I, you know I, I actually wrote i said without warning fires person in the cannon like yeah. what the fuck is wrong with her that carney like, is you fine don't though do that that's beyond dangerous she's doesn't care. right she doesn't she's care a, she's a bad person she is yes she for is. many, many reasons, yes. but probably most severely so far is firing someone without warning out of a cannon. And yes. loving it. Yeah, that's the first time she's been happy it. in who knows how long. Uh, Artie gets slushied by football Artie gets slushied. Yes. I have several qualms yes. with this. First of all, Artie has not wearing a sweater, so Artie's sweater watch has to be Artie's sweater vest watch. Um, yeah, it's well, and it's not, I mean, it's not a bad sweater vest. It's, it's just, just like, it's, not, it's nothing to write home about, yeah. 
<laughs> Two, it seems impossible that we haven't seen Artie get slushied before now. Because they all surround him and say, you've never gotten a slushie to the face. We're going to change that today. And I feel like that's not true. I did not go back I've... to check because I can't anymore. Um, right. Ripticly on Netflix. Someone please like use your encyclopedic glee knowledge and write in and let us know. Gleeaggressive um, at gmail.com. And third, Gleeaggressive Artie... at gmail.com. Thank you. Third, Artie's you also it. on the football team. Why doesn't he have a nice jacket? So every like those are his yeah. literal he teammates. He does every so often. He... Yeah. They said, sorry, like Artie, these jacket. jackets are for people with legs. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't give it to him. <laughs> oh, no. Artie, you can't walk, so um, this jacket's useless to you. Yeah. Dicks. But you can still be on the football team, though. Don't worry. Yeah. You know where this means he's not going? Where? The Darren Chris School for Healthy Boys. He's... Okay. Oh. Harsh. Harsh. Not even Darren Chris. Darren Chris takes one look at Artie and says, nope. <laughs> says, yup. No school admittance, but we'll send you a jacket. Yeah. He, he actually gets a jacket that says, <laughs> A sweater reject- vest. We'll send you a sweater vest. Right. They have a Letterman jacket. It's a whole Dalton uniform. Just- <laughs> a Letterman jacket that says, rejected from the school of healthy boys. That's who, that's who that yes. guy is. Darren Chris? On- yeah. 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 I yeah. was like, because I, rem- I remember it being a big deal, but again, it's been like 10 years. He was just performing in the Macy's Day Parade. What was he, what was Darren Chris's like big claim to fame at this point on Broadway? Nothing on Broadway yet. Nothing on Broadway yet. His big claim to fame previous to being on Glee was being a viral like internet person because his college performed all these like parody musicals that all went on YouTube. And the one he was most known for was um, the Harry Potter, Very Potter musical. Yeah. Yeah. So especially yeah. around this time, 2010, 2011, people loved him on the internet. And You're a dancer, um, Harry. Exactly. And also, Ian, you oh. were half right when we were discussing how Darren Chris got on this show. It wasn't through the Glee project, like you said, but it was through that like sort of internet open call where anyone could submit yes. tapes. My garbage cans just yes. fell over. Um <laughs> Did Darren yes. Chris kick it over? Yeah, Darren Chris came and fucking kicked him over because I disparaged he him. He knew. <laughs> so, yeah, um, he was on, like, the MySpace open call for anyone to be ugly. Yes, I remember that. So then we have Will and Coach Beast um, figuring out, like, how are we going to reach these kids? How will we get through for these kids? Um, the only thing I yes. took away from this scene is that Coach Beast eats a full rotisserie chicken and a carton of OJ for lunch. Ah, good for good her. Good spot. <laughs> really good Like, catch. she pulls yeah. out... Like, in its container, a whole ass chicken, and she's just gonna go to town on that during her half-hour lunch break, and I respect that. Right. So do you think, do you think that chicken is in the refrigerator up until the point she eats it? I hope so. Because otherwise your your safe serve is out the window. But in, in her defense, if anyone's got a stomach that could handle chicken sitting outside of the fridge for like four or five hours. It's her. Yeah, Coach it's her. Beast. Probably my favorite character. Oh, hell I pulled yeah. away. Oh. I pulled out from this episode. Absolutely. She's yeah. really she's... good in this episode. Because she's, she's both like compassionate and loves the arts, but she's also just like a fucking football coach and she's gonna yell yeah. and like scream at these kids in a football coachy yeah. way, I assume. I don't know. I'm not speaking from experience there. I mean, I was inspired. Right? I was like, I... Yeah, let's do better. I played 10 quarters of football after I heard her yell at those kids. And that was just this afternoon. It was just um, this afternoon. <laughs> um, 
and we'll get to it, but, like, I actually really liked the faculty in this episode. For once. Like, I even really liked Will Shu in this episode. Damn. Um, High praise. Yeah. High praise. So, there, uh, so, basically, the, the conclusion they come to, in order for unifying this school under one glee club football championship roof is they're going to force all the football boys to join glee club and okay fine um will says to beast when discussing this like do you trust me and i i out loud said no and then Beast says what you're not gonna try to kiss me again are you which was like great line tell him great line tell him and she makes it mandatory um, that yes. they play. Yeah. yeah. That they play play nice with the Glee kids if you want to play right. in the championship game. Exactly. Because um, they're going to do football, then the halftime show, then more football. All together. That's the plan. Do do high school football yeah, games that, typically that have a That idea also drove me nuts. Because how long is that makeup going to take to get yep. on? A long time. A very long time. And long it's time. like... You're, like, going to make half of your football team perform in the halftime show? It's like, yo, if you're the coach, you absolutely are going to talk to your team about what the game plan is going into the second half and talk about the things that have been going right and the things that have been going wrong. You are not going to want any of your players to perform in the <laughs> halftime show. Also, like, football. Thank fucking God we have Mike here Football's for this. very physical, <laughs> and I would imagine trying to dance after you've just played a full, like, half of football is not, like, anyone's, like, idea of fun. I mean, no. at least you're warmed up. Sure. Also, you're limber. A halftime's like 15 minutes long. Do high schools have right. halftimes? Is that something that happens? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They they have they have like a like a 10 15 minute halftime. Well, there be a show. And then if it's like and if no, there's no half. Exactly. If, well, that's not true. It depends on the game. Like a high school game, if there's like a like a pep rally or a homecoming or something like that, their halftime show is usually like the marching band performs a big number. Maybe they have like a person sing the national anthem. Mm. That's before the game, though. Right. So, right. Not totally unreasonable, but very unreasonable that they'd spend however much time it takes to get into full prosthetic zombie makeup. Yeah, very unreasonable that they'd ask a single person on the football team to perform during the halftime show for the game that they're playing. The championship game. The championship game, especially when you see, like, Artie's makeup, which is, like, fully severed jaw realness. Well, Artie's got time. He's not playing. That's true. He's not Okay, yeah, playing. fair. Artie's got, fair, if anyone fair. actually does have the time to be both on the football team and performing in the halftime show, it's probably Artie. It's Artie. Whose presence on yeah, the football that's fair. team You're right. Let the boy play. They do let him play, actually. He he gets in. Yeah. He gets in yeah. onto the field. They use him as a um, battering ram. It, they start. They start Artie over over backup quarterback Sam. They start like five or six girls and Artie before they get to. Yeah. I can fit a tennis ball in my mouth, Sam. <laughs> right. You're right. Yep. You're <laughs> yeah. right. And that also drove me bonkers. <laughs> um. So uh, whole tennis ball. So they go into Glee Club. The football players are like, "I'm not doing this shit. It's for gay people." And you're like, "Well, but it was 2010, and it's probably and then, a different time." And and then um, they're like, "Puck, Rachel, inspire them." And they pick the least inspiring song I could think of. Okay, quickly before this, there is one football player who is black, who we've seen before, and he says, "I'm not yes. going to perform any show tunes." 
That is the music of my oppressors, and I don't... Which is objectively wrong. Okay, right? I was like... I learned in the history of musical theater class that I took as part of my major in college. Yep, thank you, Ian. Sing it! Show tunes... Show tunes come out of... Yes, there's, like, influence of, like, Western European music and everything, but musical theater as an art form and the show tunes therein come out of the uh, confluence of jazz created by black people and uh, klezmer music created by Jewish people. And the culture of it is very much the gay culture. So it is the music of the oppressed in many ways. I am not going to like talk for in all musical theater. I'm not, in this essay, I will discuss. Um, but a lot of the history of show tunes comes from oppressed people. So for him to say this is the music of my oppressors is objectively wrong, That's man. That's what I thought. And I was like, this seems like someone who didn't research their joke. And now I know I'm right. If I was sitting reluctantly in a glee club and they were like, you, and I didn't want to join very explicitly. And they were like, don't worry, we're going to do a number for you that will inspire you to be in glee club. And someone got up and started singing a duet of the band formerly known as Lady Antebellum. Lady Antebellum. Which we, we don't call them that anymore. They're Lady A, but then I think we they should, had to though. change it. We should, we should call them Lady Antebellum because A, they are racist. B, yeah. there is already a Lady A. Right? See, Lady A is fucking dope. Right. The original the Lady, Lady A is a. amazing. Check out her stuff. Did they change their name a third time after the Lady A shit? I don't think so. Well, I think... Okay, this is a huge old tangent, but they have sued the real lady a yeah and there's a whole thing going on right now where like spotify is pulling songs with lady a on them because they're like no we're the real dirty dan and like using that as a legal argument they went into court and said i'm the real dirty dan Exactly. They called up Mr. Spotify. Well, regardless. And said, I'm Dirty Dan. Fuck Lady Antebellum. And like I said, if someone started singing this song and they were like, don't you want to join Glee Club now? I'd be like, fuck no, I'm Absolutely walking not. out. Why do I want to so, watch this? I, all right. Here's, here's where I'll, where I will counter. Mm-hmm. Um, Puck, Puck has some kind of line in there about like, I mean, it's not Puck's line. It's, right. It's Lady Race's face. Yeah lyric but um uh about like the girl knocking on his door or something or he's knocking on her door and he's drunk and i was like okay that's like something that i could see a bunch of high school guys getting behind like his solo starts and he starts singing about how he's like drunk and then that to me was like all right these kids might be into it but also just the sheer talent out of the two of these people that are like getting in front of them and performing, Mm -hmm. that would be inspiring to me. I'd be like, holy shit, this dude's good. (laughs) Like, there's there's no exception to their talent. No. But the thing that drives me the craziest about Glee, and I remembered this watching this episode, and that it used to drive me crazy back in the day, is how clear and obvious it is that they're not singing live. That drives yes. me crazy how you can you hear the audio shift to being like processed and from their dialogue going into singing. Um, and that's almost as frustrating to me as when Puck starts doing his solo and he does like his uh, yeah. at the football team. <laughs> that was oh right. man, you lost me, dude. Yeah, that was so <laughs> less than inspiring. 
that I, I mean I I just is... couldn't help but be mad at. <laughs> Maybe I have anger issues. <laughs> Maybe he just sucks. I don't know. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> Yeah. There's a cutaway to like Finn, <laughs> mm-hmm. and like as they're panning, Santana is just like to like down left of him, just completely blank faced, and I and I wrote, "We are all Santana in this cutaway, just here, just dealing with it." Here's the we thing. have to watch this, huh? Yeah. Here's yes. the thing. We've already signed up. I am, of course, yeah. a biased person, so this like slow duet was never going to be the song that's going to like grab me and get me in Diggly Club because I'd be like especially because I was like damn what if they just done Valerie again and it's just like what if they had just done Valerie again or this is the opportunity for them to actually do a fucking rock and Bruce Springsteen song yeah like they did on the Emmys and I think that would have been more effective because every football player um, loves Bruce Springsteen like technically it's a good duet Bruce <laughs> Bruce um, but however mm-hmm. Sweater Watch yeah. the drummer had like um, a Harlequin kind of sweater. He did. He had a in nice there. Argyle sweater on. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah. The one thing I did like. Six sweater spot. Is um, Coach Thank Beast you. was mouthing along to all the words. Coach Beast loves this song, and I love that for her. She was inspired by it. So good for her. And I bet. And I bet. Because this was a time before we all knew that lady, lady anti anti color. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that we knew that she was that kind of racist, even despite the right. fact that it's like kind of in her name. It's fully I in bet, the name. I bet Coach Beast fully. doesn't remember a single lyric to any of her songs nowadays. No, no. and that's what I love about right. Coach Beast. But this song was on the radio. This yes. song was on the radio a lot. Oh, it's on. I a lot. still knew every word to and this song. Like so more than California Girls. Oh, I don't know. Ooh, it's close. We got it's close. Big. Radio hits on this. I board. mean, this was an episode to shell right. out all the cash for radio hits. There's a cute cutaway to Finn, kind of being into it now. Um, well, Finn's also like, "This is welcome oh, to the." I'm kind of into this. Welcome to Plotland because Rachel just he just dumped Rachel for making out with Puck, and now they're singing a love duet together. So he's oh, got that just right. happened. It literally happened In, to have yes. like last episode. So last episode, he, they're all having oh. feelings. This is very plot plot duet. Yeah, so they sing the song. It's fine. They sound fine. Um, we have our second almost fight. Second almost fight. And this yes. is when I was like, why are these people provoking Puck? They know he went to Juvie. Like, right. the man's tough. And he's known also, for being a like, bully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also thought, uh, <laughs> I thought it was a pretty clever quip. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I think, I think Puck's overreacting here. I'm going to say it. I know it was a dick thing of him to say, but hey, maybe you turn the other cheek and you laugh at yourself a little bit and you give them that. And then they, as a team, are starting to have a better time and they're a little more settled in their seats. And you don't have an almost fight. Nobody wants to have an almost no. fight. Right. No one in this dangerous, room. Potentially dangerous. No one in this room knows how, to take the high, knows how to take the high road. Like no one knows yeah. how to just like take it. Let it go. Move on. Everyone's always ready to p- fight someone. You guys do. Yes. You guys know. Ian and I are no, also ready to fight at any given time. But It's true. Um, meet you at the Arby's. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, we'll only so, fight in Arby's, though. So we're... Do, you know why, yes. do you know why it's called Arby's? Um, I know why? the answer you might say, but I think I know the real answer. I know. I think we're thinking of the same thing, Karina. <laughs> Because their their signature sandwich is a roast beef, mm-hmm. and they used to they right. they would you know get an order and they would call back. I need an RB, 
It's also RB. Oh. It's also because the founders were called the Raffle Brothers. RB. I do love that. <laughs> I do love that Arby's is now a through line in our podcast. Welcome to Arby's cast. Um, um, yeah, where's that sponsorship <laughs> at, yo? If we can get yeah. sponsored by Arby's, it would be useless for Ian, a vegetarian, but great for me. <laughs> we can pay you in bacon cheddar sandwiches. They'll, ta- they'll pay me in the meats, and I will happily yeah. accept them. That will feed my family. Great. <laughs> and so Puck basically like agrees, like, we have to be a team here. Mm-hmm. You lead, I got your back. You lead so we can be legends, and they seal it with a fist bump. That's cool. Yeah. They decide to be friends yeah. again after... Fist bump and agreement. After Puck that. has broken up sure. two out of two, two of Finn's relationships. We cut to uh, ladies meet the canyon or the cannon. Sue demonstrates the cannon. Uh, I said the same thing. That... I started with the same exact line. Ian. Yeah. Yes. That's huh? just huh? in sync. In sync here. Sue demonstrates um, the cannon. <laughs> Sue demonstrates the cannon because Brittany's going to be the fiery, if you will. The ball. Yes. And. The ball, if you will. And the doll that Sue puts in there kind of gets blown to bits. Mm. And Brittany says in her Brittany way, I don't want to die yet. She says, I don't want to die at least until One Tree Hill gets canceled. Yes. Would you yes. Like- Is that really what she, she said? Does. She says she doesn't want to die at least until One Tree Hill gets canceled. Is right. that, that's, that's no longer a show. Do you want it? to know when One Tree Hill was in fact aired its final episode? More than anything in the world, Karina. Of course. It was April of 2012, so she only had about uh, a, a, little a, 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 <laughs> a little over a year. A year and change. A little over a year to go. This is, this is Otis. Oh, my God. He's, he's scratching Otis. at my leg right now, so I'm going to pick him up. Zach. And we're going to get we're gonna get some soothing sounds of the inside of a dog's nostrils. So. Zach is... Yeah. Zach just, like, from two rooms away, just perked up out of jealousy, and he doesn't know why yet. <laughs> and it's because he's met he's met Otis, actually this kind is of dog is zach's dream dog so quinn agrees to talk to shoe and we cut right to higgins office higgins higgins, higgins shit it's okay higgins um, higgins sue, sue and, gets uh, yelled at by the prince yeah she gets that's in trouble higgins. Yes. that's higgins why is matthew morrison there? see that's the thing Quinn is like, I know, I'll get the Glee Club teacher to sort this out. Just because there's no other staff. I mean, you know. Right. I think it just goes back to the fact that there are only four staff members in the school. Five of you include the guidance counselor who's just not been here lately. No, they couldn't get Jamie Mays right now. I don't know if you noticed Mm -hmm. this, Karina, but I think here, Shu is wearing a Dalton tie. Really? I mean, I guess a Dalton tie is truly just a blue and red striped a tie. Red and, a red and blue striped tie, but for some reason that stuck out to me. They... And I was like, is that a Dalton tie? And then when they finally cut to uh, Dalton, everyone's wearing those ties, so I'm like, okay, yes, that is clearly... Here's what happened. They needed a tie, they pulled it. Right. Wardrobe was just like... Matthew Morrison wasn't going to be in this scene, but then they were like, fuck, we wrote in that line about Quinn saying Shu would take care of it, so he's got to be in the scene. Matthew Morrison's like, I didn't pack it. I don't have a wardrobe. Didn't give me a tie. You know, nah. You know, he walked onto that set just assuming he was gonna be three buttons open. Yeah, with popping the chest out a little bit. And they were like, Sir. Oh yeah, it's not it. I got these. I got these pecs from dancing for 150 years. Right. It's no big deal. So they were like, You're only like 30. They were like, Darren, Chris, come here. Give me your tie. (laughs) (laughs) Matthew Morrison, Darren, tie now. (laughs) He won't cover up. We got to put that Um, tie on him. <laughs> it was definitely Darren Chris's yes. tie, though. He, well, he was yes. always on set for whatever they needed him for. Right. His tie. Yeah, um, mostly that. In this instance. Today it was his tie. Um, we end the scene because 
Higgins, Figgins, mm-hmm. Figgins takes away the cannon yeah. from her. And we end with a classic Sue Sylvester tantrum that it. goes on way longer than it should, and it is so fucking great. I love the fact that Carmina Barana is Sue Sylvester's leitmotif. Yes. It is so perfect. <laughs> um, my two favorite parts were one, when they cut back to Figgins and Will watching, and Will just goes very quietly, that's a lawsuit. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yep. I mentioned that too, the lawsuit that we'll never see. Oh, of course not. No, no, no. Right. Why not? Bring me to court. And then... And then I also except don't. No. I'm on jury duty technically this week. Terrible. And oh, no. I would I'd be thrilled if I just this whole week coast by without having to go in there. That would be ideal. So unless that's yeah. the lawsuit that I'm in there. For, They're like throw me on that jury. Sue Sylvester Please. versus the high school. Um, Please. I also laughed that we cut <laughs> to the locker room of Will telling Beast about what happened, and you think it's over, and then Sue does burst in and continue her tantrum in the locker room. Another yeah. low-hanging so joke, great. but very funny. So Works. good. I I didn't love I didn't love though the like intro line like his like his line to Coach Beast of being like, "You're not gonna believe what happened." <laughs> and then oh look, this is it what happened. It happened right there. <laughs> I don't know. Right. I felt like they could. I felt like they could have filled that time a little. More um. Thoroughly. But <laughs> Sue's retaliation is that she has called the Ohio cheerleading board and moved her competition to the same day as the football competition. So now uh-huh. there's no one to cheer for you and no one for your halftime show, football. And for those who can't see, that was a, a zigzag yes. snap. Yes. I think it really comes yeah. through Fulzy in the formation. audio. I think you can I hear it. So. Yes. Now the cheerleaders, of course, have to choose cheerleading or glee. So... Okay. They have a choice. So, this whole plot made me furious because Will is okay. like these. Che- well, the cheerleaders have a choice. They can either they can either perform in a halftime show that was made up two days ago that they've not really prepared for because this was an on the whim, non necessary performance. No one is grading them on the halftime performance. You don't win or lose a championship based on an arbitrary halftime performance. But participating in your national championship cheerleading competition is, like, kind of a big deal. <laughs> like, yeah, right. definitely definitely a bigger deal than, like, your halftime That's, show like, for... a made-up bullshit thing that Will made up two days ago versus the thing they've been preparing for for an entire year. Like, yeah. sorry. Yeah, so... Right. <laughs> The the foot the football team at this point has that now that they're forced into Glee Club now they're being forced to perform right in their own halftime show yeah. especially because they just won uh, sectionals too right. so the stakes are pretty undercut when you put it right that when way. Glee like this is a this is a pretend thing Will has made up versus a huge achievement in their sport and also we've discussed before like. There's not really such a thing as, like, a Glee scholarship, but there's certainly, like, a scholarship for cheer... Like, you can go to school on a cheerleading scholarship. I'm just saying, one of these seems a little more important than the other, and it's not Glee. Sorry, Will. But it would potentially bring us the death of Brittany. That's true, and we don't like that. Like, we we don't don't want Brittany to die, but I do think they're being forced to choose plot is dumb. 
Oh, and they they also announced that they're going to be doing a thriller mashup. I didn't know the the other song that they were doing. I never it. know it by I knew Heads Will Heads Roll, roll by the like Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I always know it when I hear yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it when I hear it, but I can't pick it up until I hear it. Well, which brings me to my question. Yeah. Do we think Thriller is the most iconic song of all time? Oh, that's the other thing. They name dropped the fact that the thrill that Thriller is the Super Bowl of of pop songs. Just to remind you what just happened before you watch this episode. Right. Um. Right. I don't. I don't think so. But I. I don't disagree that Michael Jackson, especially at the time, is the most iconic pop star, and it right. is probably the biggest song pulled off of like the biggest album of all time in pop okay. music, and the sure. name of the album was Thriller. Right. So. Right. So. I, yeah, I I would agree with him with that line. Okay. Um, I think I think nowadays not so right. much because I I feel like people are hesitant to play Thriller even on Halloween these these days. Um, right. I guess also and now it'd probably be like Katy Perry. Right. It would be California Girls. Um, right. I will say nah. Thriller does have firework. Yeah. Thriller has a pretty iconic like perf- performance too. Like. With the dance and everything, people, like, know what's going to happen when you perform Thriller. And they even say that, like, won't that be expected from us, which is why they're doing a mashup. Um, I guess, I guess it kind of is the Super Bowl of pop anthems. At least it certainly was then, like. Why were they going for, like, a spooky theme? I don't know. Was it just because they were doing Thriller? Yeah, I guess. I guess they were like, this is Thriller, it's the zombie one in February. right. Yeah, exactly. That's sure. why I was like, it's not like a Halloween episode. No, and it, so. it is, I guess, right. just an excuse to basically put them in very expensive makeup to perform. Yeah. But then we cut to their rehearsal. It's not good. It's I guess also it's not thriller. No. It's they're just, not it's rehearsing also not thriller at the music all. that it's they're, like they're like rehearsing, performing in the next day. They're rehearsing to be <laughs> background <laughs> actors on The Walking Dead more so than anything else. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I like the dancer kid who's like, Mike clearly Chang, like the, who's yeah, clearly Mike Chang. three levels above it. everyone else. Yeah. Top tier. Top tier. He, he had that. through his that, shirt and grabbed his. Yeah. Yeah, he went through his, his sweater neck, and he grabbed yeah. his neck. And then he had that one where he died and he like dropped to his knees and then scuttled off stage. And He's yeah. he's always having a good time and we love him for that. I, I remember when he was added to the cast and I thought he was a, a welcomed ad, but they don't have him sing all that much. But isn't that a is that a plot? He gets point a singing plot later. Yes. Yeah, we'll get there. He later. Mm. Okay. He had a he had an episode where he sang "Sing" from Chorus You'll get line. there. I don't think I'll get there. Well, uh, you know, I was going <laughs> right. to say we've had several people. <laughs> I'll get there. I'll get there via uh, Glee Aggressive the podcast, gleeaggressive at gmail dot com. Yeah. Got any ideas? We've had several Shoot people say They're that pleasant they pleasant to talk to. They've watched the show fully after guesting, but um. Unfortunately, with Glee off all streaming services, uh, rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. It's harder to do that. Someone please put yeah, this show nice. back on streaming. Please. For, yeah, I'm surprised. I'm. Why isn't it on Disney Plus? It is if you live in Di- Canada. And so Will says, come on, guys, put some afterlife into it. And I went, no. no. Honestly, I thought they were pretty in sync. Like, for their first rehearsal, they kind of get it at the end. Exactly. They, they rehearse it again. They are... They do better, and Will pulls Karofsky aside to say, hey, you're actually pretty good. If yeah, you focus no, that no, energy, no, not you're pretty good. He says, you'd be the most talented kid in the school if, exactly. you, if you quit all the bullying. 
If you didn't invest so much energy in bullying, you'd be the most talented kid in the school. And I was like, wow, right. way to just, like, diss your entire right? team. The this fucking whole, guy is going to be the most the talented whole... kid in the school? Sure. Right. Sure, dude. Sure, Jan. If he spent less time bullying and more time S and Ding. Yeah, singing, singing and, dancing. and dancing. He was uh, he was impacted by that line. Yeah, you, he was. You saw it in his face. And here's the thing. This brings me to my hot take of the episode, which is like, this is the Will Schuster that I like. This is the Will Schuster I think could have been the whole series Will Schuster. We never needed to see Matthew Morrison dance, hip hop, or rap. He could have just been like a dweeby teacher <laughs> in charge of the dweeby uh, glee club doing dweeby things but somehow still being inspiring and somehow still um in cahoots with beast right. mm-hmm. the champion yes the winner oh, um we Ian's totally still could have so had hot right yeah. now i know right on so fire hot. in the heights Ian's right take. now um <laughs> oh no and, like we never had to see we never had to see matthew morrison try to be like cool or sexy we just like needed we needed that him like to be that could have been our leader yeah. Watching Matthew um, Morrison perform "Poison." Yes. Oh, I, that's yeah. Is that yeah, burned into your memory like an unfortunate like? <laughs> it's like it's a ten-year-long cringe I got yep. going on right now. <laughs> yes, we're we all we all now suffer we for do. that. We um, we are yeah we all took a hit of poison on that performance. Ew. That's right. Then we see Karofsky go up to Finn and actually kind of extend not a white not a white flag. Um. Douche seriously suggests warm a warm up yeah. number. He yes. seriously suggests a warm up number yes. to make sure that they look great. For right, because if they're show. gonna have to make fools of themselves, they might as well be the best fools that they can be by doing another. Which totally, absolutely, great. I get that logic. Yeah. He's trying to. Yeah, I hate that. He's guy. trying to be a leader in his own right, because that's really right. all Will knows how to teach is how to make white men leaders. How to make. Exactly. <laughs> the Will Schuster School of White Men Being Leaders. Yikes. Will Schuster School of White Leaders is actually a really troubling title. Troubling at best. Yikes. Mm. Where do you um, think, what what musical do you think he got that mentality from? Wasn't he in The Sound of Music? Damn Yankees. Damn Yankees. Those... He definitely, because we had a whole episode where like, this whole episode just has big, you gotta have heart energy. <laughs> they do a- this would have been the perfect Which episode was that? Like way back when. It was the one that um, was early season one. I think it's every episode. This would have actually been a great episode to have them sing You Gotta Have Heart. Sure. Like it's about sports, the sports team needs to win. If it wasn't if it wasn't the music of that one kid's oppressors, they might Right, have. fuck. <laughs> and then they actually do the um, the weird song about the tango. That's also from Dan Yankees. Yes. So we're in the girls' bathroom. Yes. Uh, Brittany states how zombie camp was funner than she expected. That's nice. It's like a double rainbow, glee club and football team. A double zombie rainbow. Guys, remember the double it's, rainbow joke? It's almost beginning that, to look like a triple rainbow. Exactly. That, mm, I feel hate. like... It was a simpler time. <laughs> yeah. 2011 can be summed up as double rainbow. All the way across the sky. All the way. And I do love the the next bit um, where Quinn goes, I'm torn, and Santana goes, I'm not, and then Brittany goes, I'm Brittany. Yep. Yeah. Bless her. I love that. I love then, that. Perfect. And then Sue reveals that she was taking a ninja poop, her two yep. o'clock ninja poop. I actually Perfect heard that joke. Move. I heard that joke and said, Ian's going to love this joke. Oh, and you're right. I did. <laughs> ten, 12 out of 10. 12 out um, of 10. 
You heard it here check first, Check and folks. check. I was like, this is a joke for Ian's. Um, <laughs> Ian's plural. <laughs> all Ian's love this joke. Um, this I'll also made me mad. This also made me mad, though, because Quinn says, if we, jo- if we go to the cheerleading competition, we'll be off the Glee Club. And I said, bitch, when? Who's di- who said right. that? Right, that's a Will great... just said, you can't do both, because you can't be in two spaces at once. I don't believe he ever said, if you choose the cheerleading competition, I'm kicking you out, because then he'd be no. down three more members. That's a and really good them. point. And, and he I can't afford to do implied? that. it was implied? It was, if, if it was, it was shittily implied. And then, sure. Sue pops up from her ninja poop and is like, here's contracts <laughs> for you to sign. Much right. like the devil does in Damn Yankees. Um... Yeah. Two. That's two. Yeah. That's two. Who's gonna hit? Who's gonna who's hit? Who's gonna hit hat trick first? first. Um, wow. Uh, so she makes them quit Glee Club yes. to be like, but that's her stipulation, and that's the first we've heard of it. So whatever bullshit Quinn was saying before, is pretend and also like super bullshitty, which like yes. obviously it's Glee, but yeah, that is that is like a self inflicted yeah thought right there, <laughs> right. Matthew and Morrison never said such things. No, because Will unless he's just like be real, unless they just like know him to actually be like a really underhanded son of a bitch, and it's <laughs> he's like actually just a they show ass. up, they go to their cheer thing, and they win, and then they show up to Glee Club the next week on the next Monday, and he just is like, out. Oh, sorry guys, you got to get out of here. Yeah, this right. is for Glee Club, and then they're out. Then that's like, fuck that guy. Then that's right. the Will Will Schuster villain edit. But then we have this another hallway scene where yeah so the girls quit glee club they've signed their yes. contracts and quit glee club head of the men and finn comes up to quinn in the hallway and is very indignant like how could you choose glee club over your popularity or reputation like they were there for you um to which and i Sam, say I, double I have standard though because Ooh. several episodes ago finn wasn't willing to put like risk anything for his reputation on the football team he wouldn't even stand up for his own right. brother kurt right because his reputation his popularity was too important so double standard from finn surprising no one this whole school is about labels finn. yes exactly yes which this school sucks it school does sucks. but they're so good at everything so right. good <laughs> everything especially labeling each other yes exactly that's um, what it, uh, McKinley High, famous for just label makers. For its labels. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's actually one of the clubs, the label makers. <laughs> <laughs> the McKinley High label makers. They have their own full page spread and in the, the yearbook. The Dalton laminators. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Why they're so shiny We're done all here. the time. Um, Sam comes in and says, hey, you can't talk to my girlfriend that way. Also, you're being a bad leader because for how long now have you had one foot in both worlds and you can't bring everyone together? I thought that was, I, it's a challenge. It's definitely challenging. Yeah. But I yeah. thought it was a solid and sturdy point by the the new kid, though. Right. Yeah, he's very new. He he's here to shake new. things up. He could he's fit a whole tennis up. ball in his mouth. At least, maybe more. At least, probably. Right. Um. That's two for you, Mike. Um. <laughs> My take from this was they get really close and like physically close to each other, and I went, "Is this finally when they're gonna have a sing off?" And then, <laughs> and then Dang. I was disappointed because then they just started fighting in the hallway. Nope, and w- just do an, the sing-off just thing. another do almost the sing-off. fight. It was just another almost fight, and I was like, "This might be a sing off. Like, we might finally get there." And it wasn't. It was it just was a hallway fight. 
Um, <laughs> but we do have an okay zombie number. Yeah, I thought this song should have been a duet between Finn and Sam. Like, I thought it should have been both of them fighting for the, like, kind of, like, battling out for the lead vocals on this to show that Finn is like, no, I am the leader, and but Sam comes up like, no, I'm going to be the leader on this. What but song just, was this? It is... I, not uh, Thriller. It no, was it's not a song thriller. by the... Do- right. It's a song this by was... the zombies, get it? Yeah, but <laughs> I also don't get why they're not rehearsing the thing that they're going to, like... Make because... kids quit their life passions over. <laughs> no, they sing the zombies. She's not there. Um, yep. Get it oh, by the zombies. Big, and it... big show is tomorrow. Let's not touch Thriller. Exactly. Let's um, do a subpar. Idiot. Yeah. If you didn't get the joke that it was the zombies, Will explicitly states it after they finish singing. Um, so everyone can get the joke. Looks Thank like... you, Will. Can we talk about now how... Yeah. So all the dudes are into it. They yeah, walk down the they, hall. They realize they're good at it now. Right, yeah. and they walk down the hall, super proud of themselves in the zombie makeup. And then the fucking hockey team comes in and decides that they're the kings of the school now because Glee is all in, uh, or football is all entrenched in Glee. They all have mullets. Mm-hmm. Okay, but wasn't it just this time last year where all the football players were on the hockey team because the season was over? No, see, Ian, this is what I've been trying to warn you of in the first season when finn was on football and karofsky and that other guy were on hockey it was just a lame mistake that they were going to retcon they have never been hockey players hockey players well they were obviously but it's just a continuity bullshit hockey is now a different thing god damn it um canada ian yeah i think it's very rude to hockey players that they made them all have mullets (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> they all have mullets. No, of all the things, that's just like the weirdest specific that you could put in there. Like, if anything, they should have all been Canadian. <laughs> um, also, like, I feel the like the McKinley High Canadians. Finn, there, that's um, Quebec's hockey team. I think is called the Canadians, or Montreal. The Canucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, but like, they're just called like they're like, well, we ran out of names, Canadians. Right. Um. Remember when they did the Kiss song and Finn gets made fun of for being in Kiss makeup at school? Right. He didn't he learn his lesson to not walk down the school halls in a nope, full face of makeup? No, because this is Glee and nobody learns lessons from anything. You'd think he would have been like, "Hey guys, I think I know we all think we look really cool right now. We should really take this off before we go look at the rest of the school because they'll just make fun of us mercilessly." Yeah, right. We've been through this, guys. I'm gonna. Yeah, that's where Finn needs to up his leadership right. game and understand that he's... Right, if he wanted to be a leader. Yeah. Then we have this whole thing now where everyone's washing the slushy out of their faces and yeah. eye holes, and we get back to the central conflict of, I don't want to be humiliated, I'm out. Ugh. Okay. Okay. Fartsky, what's his name? Karofsky. Karofsky. So yeah, you were, that's actually a yeah, great na- way to bully him, is to yeah. call him. Yeah, Fartsky. Yeah, I want to Fartsky. Bully that guy. He deserves it. <laughs> hey, as Annette Storkman once said on this podcast, some people deserve to be bullied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Karfartsky gets it. That's a fact. Um, but then we cut back to Dalton. We go to Dalton uh, for literally no reason except to hear for Darren literally no sing reason. this song. Yes, which just... I will say, something mm-hmm. I never noticed before that I really appreciate 
I will respect any song that can fit the word audacity in as a lyric. Mm. That is good. But that doesn't... Which, that's not to credit Darren Chris. That's to credit No, that's Destiny's to credit Child. whoever wrote Destiny's Child songs. Yeah. No, um, no, you also can't credit Darren Chris with in this one. Mm-hmm. What? Live vocals. No. The yes. second he starts singing, it he... sounds so computerized and like... That, and then that one kid who was doing the... The cookie song. That, he was not doing that. I Fucking nope. prove it to me, clicky sound guy. That Write into aggressive at gmail.com with a, with a video of you doing those sounds Let's in an open things. field or something. We'll so see we're if not, we can like, find him, get him on the show, and see if he yes, can do that. Yes, oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Man, like, <laughs> this, is a, this is a challenge and a threat and an invitation. Boom! There's That's no reason for this number to exist. They go to Dalton with no context. It's just like, oh, we didn't put them in the show. Um... Bills, Bills, Bills you was the first Destiny's Child song I ever heard. So, nice. that's a fun fact that about makes sense. me. My other uh, notes here are, oh, dang, they have their own Mike Chang. They do. They because have they just have the one guy breakdancing and doing flips and shit. Where was he during sec- uh, during sectionals where they just right? didn't do any of that? Right. Also, why do they rehearse in, like, the Oval Office? Why don't they rehearse on a stage? <laughs> This is a private school. Uh, there's no stages, just several oval offices. <laughs> Sorry, every room is just a room with a fireplace. Yes, I'm yeah. laughing. I'm laughing at the mental image of that guy doing backflips in the middle of Hey Soul Sister. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a song that could use a couple more backflips. For sure. Um, <laughs> my only lacking note, in backflip. My note here is Kurt's hair looks really good today, so that's how you can tell how much I cared about this number. Oh my god! Um, and they all had a lot of paperography, just a lot of making. Yeah, it they're rain. throwing their sheet music all over the place. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I guess I like Destiny's Child well enough. Also, yeah, they did I, a good job with this. And you know what? Destiny's Child would also go on to perform at the Super Bowl halftime show. So yes, it all right connects. On. A very good <laughs> halftime show at that. So then we're in the coffee shop with Rachel, Mercedes, Blaine, and Kurt. That's why we Lady went to Chad. Dalton, was to that's go why we see went them. To Mercedes, that's yes. her name. They Mercedes. didn't say her name once in this episode. Did they not? This, wow. was, this was the only scene. I mean, I guess she has a few lines throughout, but this yeah, is the she's... only time she gets real time. Okay, we go back to Kurt, Kurt saying, Why hasn't Finn told me about any of these problems happening? I bring him a glass of warm milk every night. And I wrote, Gross. How much money are you spending on commuting for so, gas? Continuity error, too, because Ian, only what, three, four episodes ago, we discussed how Kurt must be living at Dalton as a boarding school for him. Right. And we were so, we were so certain we'd figured it out. We were like, It must be a boarding school. That's why Kurt and Finn haven't talked since the wedding episode because kurt lives on campus but now that's just no and he commutes two hours each way every, every day. day that's garbage 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 imagine um, being in a car whoa. for four hours every day to go to school i would die <laughs> i would be like school. this is not this worth is it. dalton right we're talking about yeah oh i would i would say how far away is canada and i'd go there instead there you go you're just trying to find your way onto a Canadian hockey team. I see your games here. You, you could know. probably play hockey, Ian. You're, you seem like you'd be you fast. Think so? I mean, I could be. I could you'd be have fast. to work on your physicality, but yeah, you could probably. Right. I would get demolished physically, but I would be. I'd be. I'd be scrapping. If you can outskate them, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. The only I'll point. Take that compliment. The only point of this scene is to establish that Blaine is a sports gay. 
um, which is to say that he knows the rules of football well enough to explain it to Kurt, Mercedes, and Rachel. Well, and, and, no, and Kurt not necessarily. Well, it's not it's not the rules of football. It's the rules of high school football. Like, like high school football's rules on eligibility to the play. regulations. <laughs> not like not like the rules of the game itself. So much as like. Yeah, actually, like, the administration allows you to play with X amount of players on your roster. And it's like, how would you know that? Why would you know that? Blaine I'm sure that's loves not rules. Truth. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a stickler for like, regulations. Is there Big rules, time rules guy. Is there rules in high school football that that girls can do? Can girls be on team? I think they could. We had a girl on our middle school football team. That's cool. Nice. Was she good? Yeah. All right. Well, she played. You know, that's Good. more than I can say about myself. She played. I Same. think she she definitely got on there and had yeah. plays and she loved it and she was passionate about it and that I think I think that's what we got out of Leah Michelle and the Right. Gang. Um my next note is we've solved all of our problems. <laughs> Glee <laughs> is football now. Now you don't have to yes. choose. They're they're one yes. in the same. We can go home now. Yeah, um, thank God. Because because all the dudes walked out of Glee Club, they they therefore walked out of football. Yes, Beast put so, down, threw down the hammerage. You're quitting this halftime show. You are now no longer on the football team. And they all decide they've asked their parents, they, uh, who's who have all signed permission slips. Permission that all slips the girls... that they made, by the way. These aren't from the school. Yeah, Fine. there's there's nothing legally. They mocked up that. these permission slips themselves. Who's who's to say they actually got their signature from their parents? Right, right. Good point. Um, but yeah, now Glee is football, and I think the most Leah Michelle thing we've ever seen on the series so far is when everyone is celebrating, and Leah Michelle just goes, "Football team, football team." Yes. <laughs> High five, teammates. High five. Yes. <laughs> right. I, quite, I thought that was funny. I quite like. I don't that. like. So I don't funny. like to credit her often, but. There. It was good. She, good there. character moments. The one point. The one point. One, one point, point for Glee. Glee Michelle. Glee Michelle. I'm surprised we never I can't believe we've before. never made that joke before. I'm Wait, just, Mike. I'm the ringer here, you, you guys. You really are. I don't know why Sue says, and that is so 2000 and late. Sign your uh, life away. Because I know she's. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Right. And she's and, and is that black? Oh, isn't that Black Eyed Peas? Yeah, I just performed at the Super Bowl. Bowl. That's exactly why they did it. Did they sing we, that we song? We figured out? it out, guys. Thousand and eight. Um, that song also had a chokehold on us. Yes. We were all gonna be murdered by Boom Boom Pow. By the Black Eyed Peas. They um, they peaked at Let's Get It Started. Yeah. yeah. Get it started. Um, that was that was a jam. It was a and jam. Sue basically tricks Brittany into signing her life away by saying the cannon has two baby cannons at home and she can't work because she has fibromyalgia. Okay. Fibromyalgia. Yeah, the fibromyalgia <laughs> bit that that was very funny. And Brittany's like, I guess this seems legit. So she signs yeah, away her she life. Goes, how many how many M's are in the letter R? <laughs> Chef's kiss. Yeah. <laughs> She goes, they, just put an X. They write so well for Britney. They really <laughs> they do. do. That's the one continuity of this show. Jane Lynch, Brittany. too. Jane Lynch, Jane yes. Lynch too. Killing oh, 100%. She was great in this episode all around. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she was very funny. Um, She's always really funny. She really she is. is. What's her first, like, 
Was Forty Year Old Virgin her first like big? I think breakout no. Role? It was. She uh, did, I mean, she was always in like the Christopher Guest movies, so she was like in a Mighty Wind, Best in Show, Best in Show. Oh, Best in Show. That's right. Yeah. she's hilarious. She, yeah, she was one of those. I think this was one of her breakouts, but she was always working. Yeah. Would you call her a character actor, like in yeah, movies before yeah. this, like? Because you remember her for the different roles that she plays. Right. You're not. It's not like Nicole Kidman, where you're gonna go see a Nicole Kidman to see Nicole Kidman play Nicole Kidman, right? In some way, shape, or form. <laughs> you just Nicole Kidman's Nicole very... Kidman in no, the I, same you sense. You did. Sick. <laughs> I won the hat trick. Um, yeah, that was good shit, man. That was thank cool. you. I do like Nicole Kidman. See, Je- that's it's speed like that in hockey. You'll yeah. be scoring hat tricks in real life. It is wild how much about hockey we've talked in this football episode, but to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Why do you want to play college hockey? Fa- my favorite line from Disney's Miracle. Is this? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Very Why good. do you want to play college hockey? I swear to God, Herb. Accents are they, all are over they in the Boston? Yeah, I think so. How could you tell? <laughs> also, Boston. Sure. Boston loves hockey. Yes. Yeah, college hockey. Mm-hmm. The next thing that happens is it's football girl time. Yes, football girl time, because they're doing what you don't Game have the day. balls to do, boys. Yes, which, like, I was like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like good that point. line. Um, yeah, Leah Michelle is wearing number one that I believe her her stipulation was I will be on the football team, but I will be number one. And right. Yeah, their, their starting right tackle was Leah Michelle. <laughs> and, again, going going back to going back to our, our football logic discussion from before, I'm going to put my glasses on just so you guys know how smart this is. This is serious football discussion. So, <laughs> the, way that the, the, uh, the way that the offensive line works is going from the middle outwards mm-hmm. you have a center mm-hmm. which is which is karfartsky yep who yes. i don't know i i don't know who's taking karfartsky's role now i don't know who the center is clearly a backup probably right. one of these girls and then so you go center and then next to the center is your right and left guard mm-hmm. and then outside of them you have the right and left tackle and uh leah michelle was lined up as the right tackle which Typically, is a position played by someone no less than six foot five and no less than two hundred and ninety pounds, give or take. So she's not really meant for that role. No, it's not the best cast. The only role she's meant for is Mary Berry in Glee. Right, <laughs> and she's doing it amazing. Um, yeah, knocks it out of the park. So I will also Cosette when she was a wee lass. This was actually mm-hmm. written when she came out of the womb. Um, mm-hmm. Tina, Rachel, and Mercedes, their whole plan when playing football is to just, once they do finish the yelling part, is just to lay flat on the ground um, yes. and stay out of the way, which I can't imagine right. there's anywhere on a football field that's particularly out of the way. It just right. seems like you're going to get it's stepped on. It's all pretty on. fair game. Uh, Lauren, behind, behind you, the yeah. person, the, yeah, the team who's like got the ball behind them, yeah. which would come into play which it does in the first play of the game. He throws an interception that gets taken back for a touchdown, mm-hmm. and then he's got to run behind the offense. So if she was, I mean, eh, she could have been, you know, it's one guy. You can get out of one guy's way. It's true. But yes. I, I, I found it impressive that they managed to break every single huddle without actually saying a play. They went into the huddle, and they talked, yeah. and we saw them talking, and they but didn't. they never once called a play. He they said just some were nonsense like, words. are you guys okay? Like, yeah, I think so. 
All right, great. <laughs> Let's go. Back at it. And no they just strategy. Line up back, blind. back in the game. No back in the game, strategy. boys. Um, what are we doing? Are we gonna run the ball? Are we gonna throw nah. it? Uh, it's just like, go, I don't just know. go football. Go football. This is a one man football game, someone. and it's just Finn. And also right. Lauren Zeiss, who is here to play, and she's here. Yo. She's gonna oh, kill she a man. Was sick. I wanted that. I wanted Lauren Zeiss on the football team to be its own episode. Yeah. I want to see her fight for that spot on the football team, and I want to see her kick some ass. I wanted Woo! her to, like, get the winning goal here. She doesn't. Yes! But she she proves herself. She does. It's, it's, and... only, it's only a goal in football. Oh, what do you football. do? What do you do when you win here? Touchdowns. It's only touchdowns. called touchdowns? Only called, or field goals. That's the goal. That has goal. Field is an important It's an important distinction. That. Also, one point to Glee for not making her character this episode be about eating. No, instead it's about being large enough to tackle a man. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, if, that... I guess, I guess if she's empower, if she, if it's her empowerment and her decision to do so, she says great. she has several professional wrestling uh, recruiters uh, right. looking yeah. to sign her post post high school, not even post college. So she's doing pretty well for herself. Yeah. Okay. That's... That's yeah. actually sick. I, I, that's a show I'd be more interested. Yes, honestly. Yeah, that would be cool. Um. Anyway, did did she is she in the cast of uh, Glow? I don't know. She might Ooh, be. Good question. I should ask my mom. My mom just started watching that. Oh man, it's so good. Um, mom would be a good person to ask. Then. I will. Yeah. She won't know. Fresh, fresh on her brain. Fresh. Um. <laughs> This was a fun scene because Tina got the ball and then was super into it. Oh my god, I got, I got, I like, I got oh fully man, into, I into her sports to score mode. So I was bad. like, yeah, Ew. Tina, go. I was like ready for her to score, and instead she gets like fully tackled by. <laughs> She's presumed dead for yes. <laughs> for a few seconds. They legitimately think she might be dead. Well, she's right. she's a slight woman, and she gets tackled full bodied by a very high controlled boy. though. It was a very controlled tackle all the way to the ground. Do you think that guy who tackled her was like, "If I kill this girl, I'm I'm toast"? Like, probably. <laughs> he was like, the, "I know what I have to do." Or I the just character, have to be. both, both. Um, the actor was like the, trained. I'm sure. I think the I think the character was more scared that yeah. he killed her than the actor was because right. again it. It looked like a very controlled tackle. Right. I I saw it happen, and I was like, it's a weird angle. It's it's a really weird spot because he hits her like right in the lower back, and then she's got to kind of like bend back to really sell it. So I it's there's definitely potential for danger there, but I didn't feel like she was really in danger. No. Okay. But so the fact that she was like potentially dead after the <laughs> tackle, I was like. No, mm. but they don't score. They don't. And right, they're they're pretty far behind, actually. They even I no. know that's a bad football score. It's like seventeen but, to right. zero. Which right. which actually uh, I I I did write about and bring up because the first play of the game he throws an interception and lets up a touchdown on that, mm -hmm. which means they get the ball back. They don't do anything, and then like a whole quarter and a half. Yeah. passes by it like flashes right after that first play to like three minutes left in the second quarter mm -hmm. before halftime and the scores only in my opinion only 17 nothing which okay. means their defense is doing something right their defense their is offense, actually very good yeah they're like competing it's all lauren like, it's all lauren's icy it's all lauren, all and, lauren. it's and gotta maybe be puck and because maybe it's puck. like at that point maybe because they only let up 
11 points after that first play interception, which in football, when you score a touchdown, it's it's six, and six then you points. kick an extra point, and it's seven. Right, so, so typically, you end up with seven points afterwards. So, like, realistically, that means they only scored, like, another time and a half, or, like, you know, once or twice. And mm-hmm. that's, like, not a ton. I would have expected the score to be, like, 40 to nothing going into the halftime because of that because and they have the no fact team. that they're all focused on halftime and then finn just fucking leaves yeah. he's like well, i gotta go do where, something well this is where of the finn, game well this is where finn decides to lead her again because yeah. in the middle decides, of the game though sam, which is a bad time in the to middle of the game bad time but sam bad is going to qb sure. puck is going to get the dudes to choose he essentially spits to the do football this out of his mouth and he's like yeah I can <laughs> right uh, um, and Finn is going to get the on that the whole time. <laughs> Sam, that's weird. Um, <laughs> Sam, that's weird. And this this bit reminded me Finn being like, Sam, you're going to be the QB. Puck, mm-hmm. you're going to get the dudes. And as for me, I'll be a knight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let I make my move. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, no, you can't. Uh, I- I mentioned I mentioned that they never called plays breaking the huddles. Yeah. That aside, even if they did call a play, they had zero time to learn any of the plays. No. Right. So they wouldn't have known anything anyhow. It's all just it's all nonsense. That's to so dangerous. Yeah. That's that's huge neglect. That's where Figgins, mm-hmm. Principal Figgins, that dude's got to step in and he's got to be a leader. There's, you see, of, of the, the problem school. stems from the top. You have no you leadership at it. the top of the school, and it trickles down. You have all this bullshit faculty, and then what's going to happen? You're going to get bullshit students, mm-hmm. bullshit kids, bullshit adults in the future. To be fair, we we have established that this school has no budget except for Cheerios. So that tracks to me. They have to win this football mm. championship to reduce crime. Yes. In the town. Well, that, 80% I mean, that, of crime will yeah, drop. That is, that is, that is um, a point that Beast brought up. Um, it gets brought on. up twice. There is almost a hat yes. trick of, of in that alone. Right. Hat trick of almost fights. Hat trick. And an almost hat trick. <laughs> right. Of... Crime, r- reducing crime rates. Of course. So Finn goes, because apparently they the cheerleaders have not yet left for their performance. Yeah, when the fuck and, is this championship if it's right. fully dark out and they still haven't even got on the bus? And Finn is Well, if it's February, it's dark early. That's true. So it could sure. be like 4.30. But what time is the, yeah. I guess, like, if the football game is at 5 or 6, sure. Well, like, football um, game yeah. could have started at, like, 4. Sure. My guess, my guess for a championship game, a, a, a championship high school game would probably start around, like, Six thirty-seven. Okay, so mm. they definitely should have been on the road for their cheerleading championship, but zero points for Glee. Well, um, and ba- and basically Finn was uh, Finn walks up to them and goes, "She sucks," and yeah. they were like, "Yeah, you're right. Let's go." Well, he's and that's like, pretty much it. He says Sue doesn't care about you guys, and she's also totally fine with killing Brittany. And they're like, "Well, yes. when you put it like that, that she's okay to murder a student." I guess right. we don't need to be loyal to her. And I do love that Santana was like, she put me at the bottom of the pyramid. Let's go. Right. Yeah. And this is where Sue kind of realizes that she's fucked. Yeah. Um, she lost her three main characters. Exactly. Her uh, her three witches, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't I didn't think Finn really uh, did like no. much selling to convince them. He really did. It was, he did it no was a really easy sell for something that was like, 
could have happened before the game. Or and Puck, same exact anytime, thing. Honestly, Puck essentially just the gives them the, this is this is going to be the moment you talk about to your kids and your grandkids because this is high school and it's the best moment of your life. And I was like, that would be really sad. Yikes. Yeah, so sad. And then, but all the football players buy in, except for Karofsky, except for not, because... He gets sucked up into the into the joy of performing in the exactly. middle of the halftime show. Exactly, because we have this big number, which included the marching band, surprise. Um, yeah, great. This, this is where all the money went, right? Like, this is one of the most yes. expensive episodes of Glee they ever made, and this is where the money went. Was to Damn, this not in the budget. opening number? You think this is where the money no, went? No, it this is where the money went is to get Wow. Also, this number got delayed by four weeks because everyone got um the flu. Oh. Before shooting. The OG COVID. Yeah. They had to shut wow. down filming because the whole cast got sick twice. Um right. sick. Um love this number. Love Did it. Did not expect to love this number. It was awesome. It really yeah, was. Nice. You got a fucking marching it. band up in there. I, you have Artie soloing. You have Santana, Santana soloing. This was the yeah. that was the trifecta. That was the hat trick. I did not know that I wanted. I don't know if that counts as a hat trick. I think that's a trifecta. It doesn't. Um, it doesn't. We've just been saying hat trick all episode. So. This is a hockey based episode. Um, exactly. Despite the fact that it's a football, football based episode. episode. <laughs> uh, Santana and Artie is a gift. Uh, I love. Yes. I love me a marching band accompaniment. Like, me too. really love sure. marching bands. Um, yes, my cousin, my cousin's in the marching band for uh, Miami University. Hell yeah! Nice. Do they do? Yeah. Do they do fun little like designs in their field? I don't know. I don't know. I'm on. Probably. I ended up on. He's <laughs> never been to Florida. <laughs> I'm on. Oh, yeah. I, I'm on the Buckeyes uh, TikTok. So sometimes they will show me the Ohio yeah, they, uh, marching. They did like the giant dinosaur. Yeah. And then they transitioned yeah. into like it's so fucking cool. Someone's face or something. Yeah, and they do like close ups yeah. of like this is what it looks like from like on the field when we're crossing over mm. and the precision to watch these people playing giant instruments and like effortlessly wow. weaving in and out of each other. Marching bands are top tier. Top yeah, tier. Yeah, sweet. I agree. Um, and the choreography in this was awesome. Yep. Yeah. Ev- like, there was not a weak link in this. A lot of smoke uh, and fog in this. It, minus the fact that Ian Brodsky wasn't a part Once of this again. Well, yes, of course. Again, um, we, tried, we tried. So. We tried. We tried. We tried. We tried. Um, okay. It's, I, I guess <laughs> that's you know all who, we can't ask. But you know who I did Ian work Brodsky with instead around that time? Adam Levine. No! Boom! You've done it. Now he's going to be summoned. Now Adam Levine's going <laughs> to show up in the news, like having done something terrible. And yet, and, and Adam yet, Levine, I never if actually... you feel like reaching out to gleeagressive at gmail.com, if Adam Levine emailed right us, ahead. I would. These guys are. A I would laugh so fucking hard. I have to quit all of my jobs. Like yes. I have to like thoroughly just <laughs> become a hermit. We've done it. Um, do you think Finn yeah, we're can about to... do that with his voice? No. no. <laughs> Absolutely Never have. not. No. Never have. And then they so they have this amazing I also, Oh, I'm number. sorry. Yeah, I'm go. sorry. I I hated I hated when he said y'alls. <laughs> uh, when did he say that? Darkness crawls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Uh yes. searching, search of blood and terrorize y'all's neighborhood. Yes. You're <laughs> like, right. That stuck out to me too now that, that you stuck mentioned. Stuck out to me and it just sounded that sounded like the only thing that actually came out of his, his mouth. His mouth was that was that reading. That's <laughs> like how awful that sounded. <laughs> it's just like offensive. I don't know. Yeah. I was offended. As you should be. Um 
Thank do you. Do you believe that Karofsky got, like, sucked in by the power of music and was willing to perform? Because I mean, he wasn't yeah. sucked in by the power of the process of putting your makeup and prosthetics on prior to the performance. He did put he on his ratty there. jersey. Yeah. I'll give it to him. It was probably his clean jersey. That dude sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's full of farts. Did not understand the assignment at all. No. <laughs> I will say, I mean, like, I am such a sucker for fake-out finishes like they did. Mm-hmm. And, like, that one guy, like, who's like, yeah, okay, I'll join, sure. Yeah, like, that gets like, you. Like, like, far- like Kafarsky. Um, that does get me. Um, but, yeah, 12 out of 10. Great number. number. I mean, they knew Great what they number. were doing. I also... I laughed so hard afterward when they're like, no, keep the makeup on. It'll scare them. And then they just build up a chant of brains, brains, brains. I feel I like... cackle. There has to yeah, be. Yeah, I like the brains Is chant. there rules against that? Like, something nah. about... Like, there's no rules about trying to psych out your opponent by wearing zombie makeup and chanting brains? No? Um, I... I, Darren I think Chris there, right yeah, in. Yeah, there, there actually is a rule um, with, like... I like you know how a lot of players will put like yeah. eye black on. You like can't cover a certain amount or something like above or below. Interesting. There, I'm not. Mm. I know it's. I can't. I'm not sure. So maybe full zombie above. makeup might. Full zombie makeup would be illegal. Um, sure. um, but the like screaming brains at them and like trying to psych them out. Go for it. And then getting the crowd involved, all for that kind of stuff. That would be like dope. Second MVP of the episode here, Beast's assistant. I was, was going to really say, fucking into it. who's Beast's little twink assistant who wants to, like, <laughs> help out on the football team? Because... And Coach... Wait, Coach Beast? Yeah. B? Coach Beast. Beast. Coach Beast. Got it. Yeah, has Had this... this, like, little twinky assistant next to her the whole game who was super into it. Like, you oh know, that kid was using his BFA in musical theater from CCM to its <laughs> full... He was getting his money's worth out of that. Damn. I was like, damn, how That's... come this kid's not getting bullied out of school? How right. come that kid's not playing football? That's also that, that kid's desperate. not... Not yeah. on the football why is, league why is Tina almost dead and this kid's not even gonna participate? Right. He had to wear the scarf Except and hold the clipboard. Uh, right. Kurt mentioned that how much he loves scarves right. in this. And I thought that was a funny line. It's like That was very funny. Darren Chris likes football. I like scarves. I like scarves. It's like, man, same. <laughs> um. Which uh, Kurt Kurt also same. has a, one of my favorite lines in the show that I remember from back in the day. It was the episode where he uh, quote unquote auditions for the kicker. Yes. Auditions yes. to play kicker. Yes. And I thought if that stuck that stuck with If me. Kurt was still at the school, they might have won. Well, they did win, but they might have won right. quicker, I guess. <laughs> right. Um, they would have needed. They would have needed one less Tina to right. die. <laughs> yes. Also, in watching this like final crowd shot, I I noticed there was like a fan sign. They brought signs to this, and someone mm-hmm. had written a sign that said "22 is a ninja," and I had a sinking feeling. I'm like, "Who's 22? Is it?" And then I rewound, mm-hmm. and sure enough, number 22. Is Mike, Mike Chang. Chang racing? Yeah. Ah! I was like, ah. Some... In the Lady Antebellum episode, come on, Fox. <laughs> some sneaky come little on. racism when you're not expecting it. But they win. They win the football game. They win. Yay! Yay! Football glee. Yeah. Wait. Uh, what? What? It, what happens? He fumbles the snap. Oh, and then Finn picks yes. it up, and he looks like the slowest guy on the field, yeah. and it looks like everyone just turns the other way, and they're like, man. He's got right. it. Just let him. Ha- let's just let him Everyone's have this. Everyone's like, one. well, right. 
look how fucking ridiculous they look. We're just gonna walk away from. We're this just game. gonna be confused. They're like he looked very unathletic. They're like he and needs it more. That's coming from a very unathletic guy, so real recognize real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then, like everyone's the winner. Um, Artie crushes this. Artie does. He crushed that. I'm sorry. He did. I, I I'm sorry. I, I totally cut you off. It's okay. I just it's worth I just it. looked over at my my phone of notes and that was the line it was Artie crushes thriller he really does yes, Artie, absolutely 100 percent. Artie really yeah. sounds great in this yeah he's a talented God, technical singer guy. like he's really good yeah. they don't give him enough to do they don't even they don't even let him get slushy enough no and even this like <laughs> first time if you weren't <laughs> tuned in you wouldn't necessarily realize that it's Artie singing because it they don't show right. him singing you just know because you can recognize his voice but right. i feel like he deserved a little more like physical spotlight although his makeup is the most impressive yes yeah he had the most prosthetics on so being able to sin like that with those prosthetics because he had the mouth prosthetic yeah right the fact that he was still able to pump this out very impressive he's a talented guy absolutely i wonder if they did that to hide the fact that he probably wasn't singing live on set he certainly wasn't singing live on set no i mean nobody does no i doubt it because it's not like they've hit it before no so then enter Katie Couric. That's my next line. I'm like, Katie Couric's here? Yeah, I was really excited about that because I love Where else Katie would she Couric. be a championship game? Well, but Katie Couric, Katie Couric is CBS, and this is a Fox show. To interview the loser of the year, along with The Economy, Wall Street, Tiger Woods, Dina Lohan, the Dallas Cowboys, which is, oddly enough, a callback to the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Also, I guess, Lohan's dog. Love that the Dallas Cowboys were up for consideration for biggest loser of the year. Uh, the Dallas <laughs> Cowboys Stadium is where the Super Bowl had just been played. Oh, that year, okay. yeah. That's sure. Damn, look at you with your. I just, lo- I just found that out trying to figure out who was playing. Sweet, there you go. Good, good scooping. Um, and I, I, I love the line. How have you been coping? I've been drinking a lot of bleach. <laughs> um, why does this show hate all of the Lohans? Because it also rags fully on Dina Lohan. Yes. Lindsay Lohan's mom. ragged on the dog. I on know. the dog. <laughs> ragged well, on the Lohan's fair, dog. This was around the time where we were discovering that the Lohan parents were actually monsters. Yeah. So yeah. you can rag on them. Uh, Dina Lohan had a quote saying, <laughs> This show has targeted everyone from gays to lesbians, Asians, disabled, and each other. Several groups are going after production, including mothers' groups. <laughs> they are sending the wrong messages to the youth that they are, that are watching. Okay. Dina Lohan did not appreciate being made fun of in this episode. Oh, what? Okay. Ever, Dina. Yeah. Eat shit, Dina. Um. Yeah. <laughs> and your loser dog, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh. And then we, we find out that the remainder of the Cheerios budget is going to Glee. We cut to this little snarky interview with Will, which ends with the perfect line, I hate you, Diane Sawyer. <laughs> that really Chef's was kiss. just the best, kiss. the best reading of a line, looking Katie Couric dead in the eye and saying, I hate you, Diane Sawyer. <laughs> and honestly, the episode could have ended here, but we have to learn... Zero lessons yep. again, because Karofsky's not going to stay permanently. This is high school. He's already on top. Why try to change things? Yeah. Enter my queen, Diana Agron, in a sundress, and I love it. I knew you would. <laughs> Ian loves have a, Diana Agron. I love Diana Agron. I do like seeing the Cheerios out of she uniform. She looks beautiful. <laughs> if you love her so much, then maybe you could explain to me who she is. Quinn. 
That's ah, it. That's all she's really done. done. I did actually watch the movie that just came out of hers um, called Shiva Baby. Oh, yeah. It is very good. Uh, she plays a shiksa, which is funny because she's actually Jewish. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend, actually. Shiva Baby sounds like the Hanukkah version of the song Santa, Santa Baby. Baby. I mean, and okay. Now now you got my singer-songwriter wheels turning. Write that, Ian. Thank God. It's about time. I've been trying. <laughs> I've been pulling that string all day, I thought. And took it to the this end was of the night, it. but here we go. <laughs> hey. um, so then... They kiss. I'm interested to see what happens. What about Sam? What about, yeah, what about Sam? Like, I was like, oh, they're back together. And I was like, wait, Quinn's definitely wait, dating someone Quinn during had this. had a full-ass boyfriend an hour ago. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Mm. Sam's jaw drops and a whole sleeve <laughs> of Wilson tennis balls fall out. <laughs> it was too much mouth for her. <laughs> oh, that's understandable. I'm imagining, like, he's on the tennis court, and, like, the tennis team is just playing based off of the balls that are projectiling out of his He's mouth. actually what they have instead of the automatic uh, ball flinger. Right. Well, that's our episode. That's it. That's it. We did it, guys. Well. Season two, episode 11. Now, though, we have to make we have to make some choices. Yes. It's time to talk about tunes. iTunes. iTunes. I like that. I'm using Ooh. it again. I'm gonna, yes. I'm gonna hold on. YouTunes. So it's <laughs> we all scream. It's 2011. <laughs> uh, you've been. It's after the holidays. Perhaps you were gifted a shiny iTunes gift card uh, to load some sweet songs onto your new iPod Touch. I assume. Nice. But you have to purchase one song from this episode. Um, I will not be counting California Girls because that's just buying a Katy Perry song. Which you could do at your own discretion, but not as part of this uh, show quiz. So that is a fair stipulation. Which of these songs are you going to purchase for your own personal collection? The options are: uh, "Need You Now," "She's Not There," "Bills, Bills, Bills," and a mashup of "Thriller" and "Heads Will Roll." Really, only four. That's not a lot considering so, how big this episode was. My my question is: Are you buying the original version, or are you, you are buying, buying the Glee the- version? Oh, that mashup. Yeah, that's very Agreed. fair. I think it's got to be the mashup. You can't get that anywhere else. Artie yeah. and Santana. Yeah. You guys said it yourself. And as much this as is one I of love, their better mashups. As much as I love the For Warblers, sure. the Destiny's Child version of Bills, Bills, Bills is superior, so there's no reason to buy it. I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to get through it as many times. Like, I'd get through it once or twice and be like, this is cool. Mm-hmm. But that... We're going to find that man. We're going to find him. find him. Yeah, the Thriller yeah. Heads Real World mashup is absolutely the right answer today. And they knew it. They knew it when they made this episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, the second part of our quiz, it's a two-parter, so... Mm. And I'm excited to hear what you have to say because you have both an expansive and a very good taste in music. <laughs> what <Yeah>. is... <laughs> Come on, man. You're just saying that because I listened to the Ian Brodsky Cold Outside album like a million times. Thank you so much. Raise your hands if Ian um, Brodsky showed up in your Spotify wrapped. <laughs> oh, he didn't sadly I, he... so is there an artist or a musical entity that you would have liked to see glee do uh in this episode no and anytime any music damn that's that's a stumper mm. interesting um, i feel like they could have done some, something cool with like a billy joel song mm. okay uh, maybe I, I've always I've always been a big fan of scenes from an Italian restaurant. 
So um, maybe maybe they can have like a love duet with that. Good. Not that any of them, none of them have seen the Italian though. So like Puck, I feel like Puck, Puck and Quinn could have sang scenes from an Italian restaurant. Interesting. Before getting all pregnant and stuff. So like a flashback number. Mm. Would have worked. Ooh, a flashback number. Cool. That would have been cool. Um, there is a fully Bo- Billy Joel themed episode way down the line. So. Oh, okay. Vienna. Sure. Vienna. That's mm. my king. I would have liked to see. That would have been good. Puck singing Vienna after figuring out he's getting her pregnant or. Something. That actually really would have worked. My uh, my shit. I I can never remember the actual relationship, but I'm pretty sure it's my grandma's cousin was the accordion soloist on Vienna. What? Wow. Yeah, he played the accordion. For what a wild like, connection to have. Holy Dumb. shit. Specifically accordion. Wow. That yeah, just goes to show it really pays to, like, sort of master a very specific instrument. <laughs> yeah. Now, part two of this quiz. Yes. Is there an artist, a song, a musical entity that you are glad Glee could not touch? Or did not touch. Or did not touch. Oh, I'm so excited that they will not put their hands on the Wu-Tang Clan. Ooh. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck there's, with. That's if a there's no... If you're the cast of there's Glee. There's no one on the cast of Glee that should be touching the Wu-Tang Clan. You're absolutely correct. And I'm glad they Great. could recognize that about themselves. Glad yeah, they, they had. They tried. They tried to creep into those waters by st- they swam on the shores of poison by Bell Bib Devoe. And <laughs> but they, they had that paid. modicum of self awareness. Even not Ryan to touch Murphy wasn't clan. wasn't brash enough. Right. <laughs> Artie suggested singing Cream. Well, come on, <laughs> Cash rules everything around me. God, it <laughs> would be Artie. <laughs> I want more quiz questions. That's all we have. Unless you have a particular Christmas carol you think they should have sang. Do they not just sing every single one of them? They sing most of they them. They sing a lot. Well, they should be singing Shiva Baby. So <laughs> they, It's true. There should be more Jewish songs on Glee. Yes, I had the Horus stuck be. in my Box. head earlier, and I really think they should have done that. <laughs> why? why? Why was the Horus stuck in your head? I don't know. <laughs> All right, Mike, where can people find you on the social medias or wherever they can find you? Where do you want to uh, be found? What's your brand? Uh, What's your shit, brand? man. I got this brand. You know, they call that shit Mikey O The Voice. You can find Mikey O The Voice on Twitch.tv, on Le Instagram, on Le Twitter, and uh, those are the big three. Yeah. Amazing. Some- and, oh, and, but the big, the creme de la is MikeyOTheVoice.com. Find oh, yourself shit. on MikeyOTheVoice.com. Yes. Listen to some voiceover samples and get a taste of my flair, of my style. And hire and, this man. Uh, yeah, hire this man. Yeah, let's make, let's make some, some collaborations. Fun. Sometimes, when their schedules align, MikeyOTheVoice uh, <laughs> streams and also my husband is there. So. Hell Yeah. Hell yeah, I love it. Like party. If you, if you want to listen to Zach play video games also. Where can people find oh, Ian, I was you? Go say, where first. can people find you? Okay, okay. You can find me at iBroski on Twitter and Instagram, at iBrods on TikTok. There's really nothing happening there except for the videos from yep. here. Um, and ianjbrodsky.com. You can catch me at Rockwood uh, Music Hall in New York City, Stage 3, January 9th, 7 p.m. Come through. It'll be a lot of fun. Rockwood um, Music Hall? Yeah, man. 
They Stage invited, three? Yes, they invited me January back. January 9th? Yep. 7 p.m.? No later, no earlier. Are you kidding me? <laughs> nope. Great. So, I'm glad but, you're not kidding. And yeah, I hope me too. millions of people go. I live on the other side of the country. So I know. It's yeah, hard for you to get there. Long story short, like, follow me if you want some updates coming soon about some fun things I'm working out right now. Follow me, everything is all yes. right. Just like Uncle Cracker said. Yes. Ian's sort of the original Uncle Cracker, so it really makes sense. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't really that. know if that even makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that makes sense on any level, really. So, All right, your turn, Karina. Well, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, all under the same handle I am at Epic Adventure of. Um, shout out to the people who have been watching TikToks that I've posted. Yeah. At least one of them. And it is a, it is from this show and arguably our funniest clip we've ever made. So Oh my god. I'll give us what happened. Oh, we just bash a train for like a while. Yeah. <laughs> we just tra- and here's drops the thing. of Jupiter. Not only did we we like bash train by giving them their flowers at the same time. It was weird. Oh. Look. We can't go into it. Go watch the TikTok <laughs> about yeah. train. I'd love to. At, at Big Adventures Epic of Adventures Epic of. Adventure. You know, Epic. Sometimes. Epi- oh, I thought it, I heard at big adventures. That's fair. I should enunciate it more. Epic adventures of sometimes, one adventure. Sometimes we make uh, handles. Epic adventure. Yeah, sometimes we make of. social media handles when we're uh, 18 and we don't bother to change them and then we have to commit to that brand a full decade later. It works for you. It works. Brand boys. You got to have a brand. Brand boys. And all my other got Twitters it. are uh, defunct now. So this is the only one you get. Um, uh, the, the show. Sh- the show yes. is at gleeaggressive at gmail.com, at gleeaggressive on Twitter and Instagram. And um, we don't have a TikTok, but we have a Facebook. No. Um, we- but Glee. yeah. Aggressive. Glee, glee, aggressive. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, email us right in. in. And uh, tell us who won the Super Bowl every year. It's a quiz. Yes. It's I want to know. I want to know how many listeners of the show also pay attention to the Super Bowl. I want to know what kind of Venn diagram right. that is. Exactly. Especially our international listeners, because we see the stats, we see the downloads happening in Sweden. Yeah. Thank you. Well, boy, that was that was an episode of Glee. <laughs> uh, that was season two, episode 11. We did discuss the Sue Sylvester shuffle. Uh, Mike, yes, thank did. you so much. What a pleasure. Dude. Yes. Dude. Thank you. It, it was an absolute pleasure. I don't want it to end. I want more quiz questions. Wait, we'll have to. I can write you up a full. We, we got to think full more. Uh, yeah. quiz, and we'll send it along post haste. I don't need more quiz questions. I wanted okay. them. I, I, you elected <laughs> for it, yeah. I elected for it. Well, <laughs> you can all join us next time when we watch and discuss. Somehow, uh, boy, we'll have to. You know what? Follow along on social media for Ian and I's journey about trying to watch Glee now that it is off streaming. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> uh, and in case you all forgot, Epic Adventure yes. Up and Ibroski. Bros- I yes. yes. Um, the way to watch this show now is about to become exceedingly complicated, and we're also sorry to you, our listeners. Um, but join us next time as we watch and discuss the episode entitled Silly Love Songs, because it's February. Oh Mike is giving us a preview. Right. So... <laughs> so, Ian... I have to ask, does this episode of Glee make you want to watch the next one? This episode of Glee does make me want to watch the next one. I loved this episode. Mm -hmm. Not excited about the next title. Ooh, Ian hates Valentine's Day. Mm